0: Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. The ultimate in screen terror. The horror that was the Nazi nightmare explodes on the screen. Because of the shocking nature of many scenes in this film, it is definitely not recommended for the squeamish or easily offended.
1: You are listening to Movie Sucktastic. Brecken say Deutsch? Raspa Deutsch. what?
0: So, not that I'm concerned that I'm a, uh, a an oversized Texan with a foot long beard with a background that has swastikas on it, but are we on YouTube right now? Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, we are. Damn.
0: Yeah, this is the end. Yeah. I get that phone call from HR tomorrow. Well. well <laughs> <laughs> welcome to movie sucktastic and welcome to this episode's review of ilza she-wolf of the ss because of joey
1: sorry uh, you know what i'm not sorry
0: what 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 was the what was the idea
1: the idea i mean we're still in 1975 and we're gonna review this movie at some point as a matter of fact i think yeah i i was i'm almost positive I'm almost positive that you, it you went down a list. You went down a list and mentioned this film as a possible challenge, and then you went with something else. And right. I, th- this is on a short list of see, of movies. See, I went
0: with something else. Is my point.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you didn't want the challenge, you could have. You could have. You know. I
0: can't refuse a challenge. That would be horrible.
1: Well, I mean, you didn't have to put the swastika behind you.
0: No, I didn't, but I was trying to avoid nudity, and there's uh, between the two... You, if you're going to avoid one thing in this film, you, you're more likely to avoid the swastika than the nudity, so...
1: <laughs> I don't understand how. You see just as much for both.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, you, th- you say that. Uh, yeah, uh, I do. I, did, yeah. I, just,
1: I just did. <laughs> uh, I, mean, no, I mean, she's she's I looking mean, at I, you like she looked at everyone else in the movie right now. I mean... Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I... All right. yeah 1975 we want to cover sexploitation i thought i did that with uh super vixen yeah but this but is
1: no. this is nazi exploitation
0: <laughs> right a whole subgenre there yeah uh yeah uh ilza she wolf of the ss the first of four films um, technically. well, it, well isn't there only, only two
1: more with her in it there's three there total
0: only- all right here's the deal there's there's after this, they made... I, I believe it was Ilza... Uh, the oil the Sheik. Oil Sheik's harem, whatever. Or something like that. And, right, and then the third one was Ilza... Um, damn, I forget the third one now. But in between in oh, between can, 2 I and 3... Or actually, maybe after 2 and 3... Uh, J- Jesse Franco, the Sexploitation King... He made a ripoff with um, Diane Thorne called wanda the wicked warden that's right right so but what happened is came out
1: 77 and she played greta in that
0: well depending on which version you watch there's three different dubbings of that there's wanda there's greta and there's ilza because what the company ilza or elsa ilza because what happened was the company that made the ilza films when when wanda was released in america they bought the copyright and then dubbed it over, so and tur- changed it into Ilza.
1: Oh, uh-huh.
0: because there's no way they're not making money off of something that was ripped off of them.
1: Of course not. Yeah. Um, so-, so the other one is called. Um, you got She-Wolf of the SS. You got Harem Keeper of the Oil Sheiks. Then you have the Tigress of Siberia.
0: Tigris. Yeah, because that.
1: Which came out the same year as Wanda the Wicked Warden. Came out. Both came out in '77.
0: Right, because they were from two different total companies. Right. And Tigris, I believe, is the only one that was filmed in Canada, even though it's a Canadian company.
1: Yeah, so is this one. (laughs) No, this this one wasn't filmed in Canada. No, 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 but it's a Canadian film.
0: Right. Now, interesting fact that I'm sure you know about Ilza She-Wolf of the SS is the set it was filmed on.
1: I actually do not. Really? Yeah. Is it like MASH or something?
0: (laughs) Hogan's Heroes. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. (laughs) Another World War Two. <laughs> yeah,
0: another show that kind of played down the whole Holocaust thing. Wow. Yeah, basically they were going going to uh, technically, you know, literally, uh, they were going to, they were done with the show and they were going to destroy the set. And they said, No, no, our final scene. We burned down the the huts, so we'll destroy it for you. <laughs> and they're like, Go ahead. Perfect. And oh the whole production was what eight or nine days?
1: Yeah, it wasn't a long time. Not a large budget. I want. I, I can't actually find the budget. I just know it was very low. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I again, mean, this is a '70s sexploitation, Nazi exploitation. It's
0: and it's probably one of the most well-known. I mean, it's right up there with Caged Heat. Oh yeah. Uh, except, except this makes Caged Heat look like, uh, you know, like something deep.
1: Yeah, like a lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um,
1: I mean, like, and Rob Zombie is another. He's a not a big reason, but he's definitely a reason this film is known uh, as well. Because ever since he's, people have known his name. He always talks about this movie. He well, he's mentioned it. He the one song exactly.
0: The House um, of the Thousand Corpses.
1: Yep. So uh,
0: well, yeah, the, the the film beyond Rob Zombie, the film does have its place in. Uh, um, oh. Postmodern culture, or modern, or pop culture—I would
1: say—definitely.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's always been around, partly because of Diane Thorne's uh, over-the-top acting and you breasts, know. <laughs> and and you know, it, and and again, like these kind of films. There's a whole that, that genre kind of uh, grabbed the attention of your '90s, '80s, and '90s video people, uh, bootleg video people. Yep. I was one of them. This still uh, doesn't
1: have uh, an HD Blu-ray treatment.
0: Oh, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. No, yes. no, I, I would vote against that.
1: Yes, I, I, I would like to see this in, in 1080p.
0: No, no. I, I mean, this is one of the few films where I have to say it's indefensible. And <laughs> really? and, and not because of the whole Nazi thing either, okay? Okay. Uh, but there's, there's no reason for this film to exist.
1: <laughs> well, you could say that about a lot of movies.
0: I, no, but this one, I really mean it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I I mean it, it's 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 equally exploitive and boring. It, it really I mean it, only only uh, how bad of a director you have to be to make like torturing in the, during the Holocaust boring where I'm like uh, come, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, the toes. Uh-huh. Let's move. I it's just I, I would have a hard time defending this film. Not, that, like, like defending... I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean it the same way that, like, right-wing uh, um, censorship boards would put it, but... Yeah. I was actually I surprised
1: mean, that this did receive an R rating. Why? Um, well, because this... The, the violence and, and, like, the experiments that they go through, which, in the beginning of the film, it has you know, it has a paragraph from the producer that basically says this is based on... Oh, that's um, shill. You know, this is based on actual experiments and and fact, and we made this movie so that, you know, uh, people are aware and none of this ever happens again. That's bullshit. Well.
0: That's why I hate that. Now, it it is true. It actually is very, very loosely, as in there did exist uh, the wife of a... a, um, The Commandant. Commandant. commandant that that ran a, a, a concentration um, camp co- concentration camps yeah and she was known as the bitch of bulkwald or mm-hmm. Buchenwald whatever whatever that one was called I'm not I'm not I'm not a huge Holocaust fan so I don't I don't know the names <laughs> but uh, gotcha. so and and she was famous for having prisoners with tattoos killed and skinned for her furniture but I don't think they did that in this one.
1: They didn't do that one.
0: And so, like, it's just based on the I- idea of her, I would say. The fact yeah. that this woman existed. that That's how historically accurate this film is. Also, most concentration camps, unlike in this film, had more than a dozen prisoners.
1: Uh, yes, that is true.
0: They, they had, like, empty cots. Like, What's going on here? There's, like, 12 people in this whole camp. What kind of labor camp is this? You can't get... It. There, there barely enough people here to cover hr come on
1: <laughs> i know it, it's it's there there was it felt like there was more prisoners than guards um and you would think it would be never a good ratio the other way around um well usually
0: there usually are more prisoners than guards but that's usually when you have 5000 prisoners not 15 you know,
1: yeah It it just didn't. Uh, I, we're nitpicking, I think, a little.
0: Well, I mean, well, here, here on, on the broad scope, uh-huh. the whole film just follows the the bitch of Buckenwald, Buchwald, whatever, ails uh, of the she-wolf, who is um, a nymphomaniac, and she's determined to prove that women have a higher pain threshold than men. Right. So they'll allow women into the German army, which really is a kind of a feminist viewpoint. <laughs> I mean, you got to give them that. Uh, it's also not sure. original. That, that's actually historically accurate, too. I, I, I read that there was actually uh, that movement within the SS. Uh, I forget to what capacity, but there was that. So that's kind of interesting that that's, too, is historically correct. Now, the, the uh, electrified dildos? Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure that's not historically correct.
1: No, I, I don't think so. No. Um, oh. It had that copper coil around there right. to so, uh, transfer the yeah. voltage.
0: <laughs> so one of Bill's hobbies is sleeping with, well this is probably why they don't have, so, have that many prisoners. She has a habit of sleeping with a prisoner and then if they come too early, she has them castrated and killed.
1: Uh, and from what I gather, um, every one of them has been either castrated, killed, or both. Uh, that the main character they, in, in this film is the only one that could actually satisfy her because he's got a gift I mean, you see
0: they all died because they they should have waited <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. too soon too soon
0: <laughs> 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 the only thing I'll give this film is that her, her and by the way I mean like this did hurt her career and and uh, she, she had a Jewish husband too oh, and she, she really? was like ah, eh, fuck it yeah, but she I mean, was like, yeah, fuck it anyway.
1: I actually just looked at her bio. I mean, she's she's from New Jersey. She's from Park Ridge, New Jersey. Which by the way, Park Ridge, ah, a little bit of money in Park Ridge. That's an expensive oh. town. Wow. They uh but, huh. but aside uh, uh you know, aside from that, she, she's a Jersey girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, and but, She only um...
1: died last year. She only died in 2020, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, in Vegas. <clears throat>
0: well she was a las vegas performer too
1: oh was she okay
0: yeah yeah they had a i believe that's like where they like yeah she had a las vegas act that she did she actually Uh, died
1: a year ago she died she was
0: also an ordained minister and would perform outs outside um weddings outdoor weddings oh
1: yeah if i I requested her to talk like ilsa do you think she would have
0: oh definitely yeah yeah She seemed pretty open about, I mean, like, she was very straightforward in saying that this film was a detriment to her career, but, and that she was offended by it to an you know, like when she first read the script, but that she was dedicated to trying different things. Okay. As an actress, and I was like, eh, yeah, whatever. It's not Hmm. like it's the only Nazi Nazi exploitation film that came out in the 70s. Right, Yeah. You I know, mean, they we're, were all doing
1: it. We were already halfway through the 70s. Uh, there
0: were already some. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, is, this shit should not freak new. It, it's just like the per. I don't know. I can't say this is the perfect blend of anything. No. Uh, no. But yeah, yeah. So she. And, and she meets that. The, the guy who c- can uh, withhold orgasms. Uh, Wolf. Uh,
1: His name was Wolf. Wolf.
0: He's actually German American, and he's the only. Uh, He's part American, and he's the only guy there that actually fits the Aryan type with the blonde hair and blue eyes. Right. So it's it's a strong it's a strong message about American vitality, and America's true place in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she I, uh, I, I she tells him that he's a disgrace because he's German, right? And that he's but, uh, fighting for the wrong side.
0: Hey, I'm trying to give this film as many chances as it, it can get. To defend itself. And that's really... I think that's my last point, that you can actually defend anything. (laughs) I mean, everything beyond that. I mean...
1: Well, I mean, uh, I guess, yeah. I guess you're right.
0: There are are very... Well, all right. They're not very graphic. They're not very vivid. But there are bloody scenes in which they're torturing women and doing horrible things and dehumanizing them. But... Nothing, nothing that you could actually uh, uh, like consider real, like like it's like oh, well that really happened. And it's like no, no. You see this like oh no, this is just stupid. <laughs> so so it it loses any chance it would have to shock you by the fact that it's so stupid in the first place, and then, and then normally a real film like this, if you were trying to like actually show the plight of the prisoners and stuff, you would give them personalities, and then when you did that, you'd give them one like. Empathetic ones. Right. But you don't and, have any of that.
1: No, there's there's none of that. I actually found Nobody what in the slideshow right now I found someone is selling coffee mugs with the movie poster on them. So I had to throw that in the slideshow. <laughs> uh,
0: so Yeah, funny. yeah. It's like a day on the job. We yeah. need to go to HR.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to talk to you about your coffee mug. What's wrong with it? I promise, there's no whiskey in this coffee.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm regretting this background more and more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this—the whole slideshow—is worse than your background.
0: I'm sure, yeah, but just, you're right. There's no winning in this one. But the thing is, it's—it's uh, it's
1: it's just scenes from the movie which we are reviewing. I mean, right? You know?
0: Yeah. So, so, so and. and the whole purpose of the film is to titillate. I mean, and that would be the big difference. For, like, if you were comparing this to say, Salo.
1: <laughs> Pardon. Me.
0: Like Salo, the whole point of Salo is is like it tells you, like it tells you right up front, you're not supposed to enjoy this. We're not doing this for fun.
1: No, no, and this, and, the... and to jump but off topic these... for a hair, Salo. For whatever reason, I don't know if you remember, uh, when it was only released on. Uh, laserdisc Uh, they didn't even have a vhs of it it went like right to laserdisc or something Uh, or the laserdisc was so out of print it was the most expensive laserdisc video of any kind it like it it held the the record i think uh, copies were selling in the thousands of dollars for a copy of salo on laserdisc so I mean, this film is also like that because there's no there's a DVD of it. But at one point, this was so hard to get that oh, yeah. people were bootlegging it, and it was really stupid expensive. So yeah,
0: this was the kind of this was the kind of film that like 30 years ago I'd be trading like online. trade for.
1: shows or uh, trading online yeah. for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, getting boot or buying bootlegs at a, co- at a at a comic convention, you know, this is the kind of shit that went that didn't get real distribution afterwards for many reasons. <laughs> you know, and yeah. before there was streaming and DVD and shit, you 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 had to get fifth generation VHS copies of the, like the Swedish version. Man,
1: I'd kill for a fifth generation when I was trading for 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 copies. They were worse oh, than yeah. that. It was so bad.
0: And a lot of them on purpose. Video Search of Miami would purposely record something four or five times to degrade it to a point that you couldn't copy it again to make sure that people weren't selling their copies.
1: Wow, that's that's messed up.
0: Yeah, and and they're still charging like like ten dollars a tape for them. Jeez. Yeah, that's why I never ordered from Video Search of Miami. <laughs> I just traded with collectors, and you are right. bound to get better stuff than them.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, I remember I got um. A- got a bootleg of the Black Cauldron, the Disney animated film.
0: Yeah, it was a big one.
1: And that looked like... That looked like it was 10th generation. It looks so bad.
0: The, the two big Disney films was that and uh, the Song, Song of the, of the South. South. Yep. Yeah, those are the ones you couldn't get anywhere except... And the
1: X-Men. copy you wanted if you did get a VHS was the Japanese Laserdisc because it mm-hmm. didn't have the hard coded subtitles. Right. The Chinese Laserdisc did. And... You know, that was floating around for a while. Even even now, there's no proper release for Song of the South. So you can still find bootlegs of Song of the South on eBay. And
0: oh, I, I just got one a couple months ago, I think.
1: You have to make sure you're getting the Japanese copy or else you're getting burned in subtitles.
0: I, I don't mind subtitles that much.
1: Well, no, they're Chinese subtitles. They're not English. Oh, in
0: that case, no. All right, yeah. All right, <laughs> it's
1: it's completely pointless. <laughs> Even then,
0: I've, I've watched enough movies with Chinese subtitles that I don't care that much anymore.
1: But it's like I don't speak Chinese, and I can't read Chinese.
0: Yeah. So it's are, a completely
1: you know. pointless subtitle.
0: I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's useful. I'm just saying it doesn't yeah. bother me as much as it might other people. Uh, hey. That's all I'm saying.
1: I, I, it bothers me. I didn't me. check
0: if Ilza had subtitles.
1: Um, my copy doesn't.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, that sh- that shouldn't be a high priority.
1: Uh, don't don't get me wrong. I, did, I don't need them. I didn't miss anything. <laughs> it's like That's, w-
0: that. you could watch it with no sound and really just be this. W- you just don't know the names.
1: There was one point where I I, I raised the volume to be like. I kind of miss what she said. But that it was one time. That's it.
0: Uh, and let's be fair, though. If if you did buy this movie, like, like say you never heard of this film in your life, and you got a blank VHS, and you plugged it in, and there's no subtitles or anything. All you have is the title on the on the tape that says, Ilza, She-Wolf of the SS. In five, the first five minutes of the movie, you're like, oh, that's Ilza.
1: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: yeah. That, that, no doubt in my mind, that's Ilza. None. We don't... I,
1: this, yeah. this is the type of film that you would find if you went to Kim's Video in Greenwich Village in New York City over on 9th, 9th mm-hmm. Street. If you went there, you would be able to find a copy of this. And again... No problem.
0: It's a horrible... Th- I mean, when I say horrible, I don't mean like like morally. I mean like it's, it's poorly shot. There's oh. no there's, yeah. It, it's, it's the editing, the lighting, uh, the scenery... Uh, everything about this film is horrible except for Diane Thorne's delivery That's the only thing that makes this film watchable right. and even then barely barely oh. and I would never but because of just the the uh, I don't know something about D- Diane Thorne and the Ilza I, I, I guarantee half the people that are fans of this movie have never seen anything more than the, the poster
1: oh probably not
0: and it's just that's just how it seeped into the pop culture and uh, it got a cult following. That's why you would find it at uh, Kim's video because it did have this cult following.
1: Oh, yeah, the Kim's uh, had tons. I mean, it's not there anymore here. It's like a coffee shop now, which kind of makes me sad. Um, eh. I mean, hey, I used to go to Kim's all the time I when I was Kim's. when I was collecting discs, That's where I built 95 percent of my collection. Cause I, be- I don't
0: think we ever went together.
1: You know, I want to say you're right. Did we never... Because what
0: I was going... Well, because I was older than you guys. So when I was going, it was after high school. And, uh, I mean, you guys are still in a couple years more than me. So right.
1: I didn't start going until I was, like, probably 19 or 20.
0: Yeah, exactly. So by then, I had already been there a couple years, and I was moving on. So,
1: yeah. But I, I, if I were if I were in New York City, I would always make it a point to go there, just you know, just to go see. Every once in a while, I'd go to the Virgin store and then I'd laugh at the prices of laser discs there, and I'd be like, you know, I'm going to Kim's um, yeah. because they would have all their laser discs. Um, they were used, and the one thing that you could definitely find in New York City is people with a lot of money who were trading in laser discs. Um, all the time, so I built, like I said, 95% of my collection came from Kims, because I'd go in there and I'd find a movie on Laserdisc, um, CLV mostly, and it was like 10 bucks, 12 dollars, whereas if you went to Suncoast Video, which was evil corporation, or if you went to Vir- the Virgin Megastore or anywhere else that was selling Laserdiscs, they were like 50 dollars for the same movie. It's like, I didn't care it was watched by somebody a couple of times.
0: Meanwhile.
1: Meanwhile.
0: <laughs> hey. I think we're a little off track.
1: Yeah, just a little. Just wanted to throw Kim's in there. Just that... Uh,
0: I The interesting thing, too, about Ilza is that of the four films in the series, this is absolutely the worst one.
1: I've never actually seen the other ones.
0: Uh,
1: I've never bothered.
0: You're... you're you're good really you're good stay with that stick with that
1: i did read i did read that the second one which is the the oil chic one they said that they toned it down um as far as like violence and gore compared to this one because they wanted to get an r rating much easier because apparently it wasn't as easy for this one which i can see why
0: yeah that one had more of a like a weird uh like uh, political message that wasn't 100 percent positive okay there's like some uh, government govern, put some there's a political message in the film which really doesn't belong there
1: right and technically <laughs> elevated a bit above this and technically they shouldn't even have been able to make sequels but the producers went on to say because i read this that they didn't think anyone were would remember the ending to the first film, so they made the sequels anyway.
0: Yeah, and it, it worked. It was it's kind of like that weird kind of like oh here's the same character throughout history, you know? I guess it's not even it could. I mean that's just the way I always assumed uh, took it, uh, and it's not like they were selling plots. No,
1: no, definitely no. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's like yeah, no one's gonna remember.
0: It's yeah. Like no, yeah. no one did.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna. Uh, say. And you know what? In the slideshow and throughout the film, the one thing I noticed is in a lot of the shots, there's a picture of Hitler in the background in oh, a yeah. lot of well, them. You
0: gotta, you gotta <laughs> remind the, the audience what you're watching. You're like, oh, that's right, Hitler. You, you mean the,
1: the yeah. giant swastika uh, wouldn't have?
0: That you, you know, some things you get used to.
1: You just get wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's HR's number?
0: Wow. Wow. But uh yeah, I mean yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing uh redeemable about this film in the no. least except maybe Diane Thorne. And, and honestly, I think she's the only reason that this it became pop culture is because of uh, the the figure or... she cuts. Absolutely and her delivery, yeah.
1: I mean, and the thing yeah, is It's all her. The thing is too. It, it's, you know, a lot of times when you watch uh, movies that have explicit content in them and nudity the nudity is you know not that the nudity the nudity wasn't titillating in any way it wasn't like ooh she's naked it was just like oh god what's going to happen now <laughs> it, it, it's in in films with nudity you would a lot of the times it's you know it's there for to you know kind of sexy it up a bit and that's not the case with this whatsoever the, there's a lot of nudity in this and it is not now again it's boring, it's it, boring. It, it actually is it is no bueno i did get a lot of good uh slides though <laughs> this is one of my yes
0: yeah, this is a this is a film that I did not feel like going back through for slides. I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: okay." I was able to get some. I had no issues getting them at all.
0: Um, now on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> Ilza has five point one. Ooh. How how does this have a five point one?
1: It's only. Almost- you know it's funny it's like a film like this which would I guess you can consider it a cult classic grindhouse stop oh, you know definitely. like movie oh, yeah. only 7000 yeah, yeah. people on IMDb which is actually more than um the film we reviewed last week which was um oh, what the hell did we review last week
0: Uh who knows it's not up on YouTube
1: so, Sorry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, see, now I have to look because, you know, when I listen to podcasts and they're like, oh, I don't remember what I was, you know, what was that? And Doc then they. Savage. Doc, Doc Savage. Doc Savage. Thank you. And then they never say, you know, like if I just left it as, oh, what did we review last week? Oh, I don't remember. And it's like, it kills me. Like a piece it of me was dies. Doc Savage. No, I'm just saying that if we did not just now remember. Um,
0: anyway. do you say this We stuff. Listen. That's on you. <laughs> Stop it.
1: Anyhow, um, Doc Savage had less people uh, review that. This actually has more. Right. I think Doc Savage only but had, it had like almost 1, a,
0: And it had almost the same rating.
1: It really did. Doc I, Savage was like a 5.4 or something.
0: I, I, I can't in good conscience give this a 5.
1: That would mean it's average and this is below average. I would say a, I would Thank say you. I would go a 4 on this one.
0: Yeah, me too. I would say 4. I would definitely say the a only, 4. The only thing that get that making me give it a 3 is, is Diane uh, Thorne. Yeah, really. She's the only reason I'd give this a 4. Done.
1: It's done. 4 it is. Ah. Uh. All right. So let's uh let's de- let's let's debrief so this film is from 1975 yes and uh it was my challenge to scott uh scott challenged me to doc savage i challenged scott to this now the way uh, our new format works is if scott feels we're done with 1975 he will challenge me a movie in 1976 if he feels that we are not done with 1975 he will challenge me another film from 1975 so, Mr. Wilson, are we done with 1975? Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, no. listen, yeah. I, I had to do it, even though I knew the answer. Our audience yeah, no, wanted to know.
0: We're going to be in 75 for a couple more episodes, at least.
1: At least. Um, okay.
0: Now, I, I, I kind of tipped my hand on this one last week. Right. But I'll, I'll let you take a guess.
1: Oh. Um, well, my short-term memory is for shit. And uh, no, it, it's hey, what can you do? Um, I don't remember. I really okay. don't. Um,
0: we're 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 doing Night of the Seagulls. Night of the Seagulls. Wow. Night of the Seagulls. Wow! The fourth film in the Templar zombie. Uh, I I'd say quadrilogy, but I think they made a fifth one just like this year or last year.
1: Now, we haven't reviewed this yet, right? Correct.
0: I watched it as part of the Halloween Challenge, so I've already posted about it on our Facebook page. Uh, and I have some screenshots already because of that. Uh, but we have not reviewed this. I don't think we've reviewed any of the uh, um, Blind Dead films.
1: I, uh, wait a minute.
0: I, I, I bring um, up tombs of the Blind Dead repeatedly but i'm not sure we ever actually re- reviewed tombs oh. of the blind
1: dead is that I, I, is that I, the one in the desert what was the one that you challenged me like 11 years ago oh
0: that was like oasis of the zombies that's
1: right that's not part yeah. of the uh blind dead no. series right no no
0: that's okay. just that's just a shitty italian zombie film
1: <laughs> yeah it was i we reviewed that that was like dude that was like this show's birth first 10 mm-hmm. 15 episodes was oasis of the zombies. I think it was in our halloween episode maybe. Possibly. Yeah, it that was that was that was the beginning of the show. We reviewed that. Wow. Man. I really there's a few things we got to do. One is to put slideshows to any any podcast that never had video and we need to redo an opening and bookends that that is a must and i just man time is just time just is not on my side for any of this stuff dude,
0: dude i feel like i've aged 10 years in the past month
1: <laughs> well maybe
0: the beard doesn't help but. well yeah
1: maybe uh, we can start aging in reverse now a little bit i don't wake up with uh, Ajita as much or at least not today
0: uh I'm I'm looking forward to
1: that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the normal speech.
0: <laughs> I'm also looking forward to you watching Night of the Seagulls. Uh
1: yeah, that'll happen for sure. Maybe I can get Mary Mary is... Mar- I can get Mary to watch it with me, but I doubt well,
0: it. Well, here let me let me say this. I'm not saying it's a good film, but it's better than Oasis of the Zombies.
1: Now, I'm looking at its release came out now how do we do this how do we do this because um the movie came out in the u.s in 1977 but was released in spain in 1975 theatrically of course Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are we so specific that it has to be released in an american theater in
0: 1975 no no okay no, I'm not. I'm not weeding through that shit for every film we challenge. Because
1: it was because a movie. I. Half,
0: I there was we're in movie. the '70s. Fifty percent of the films we're going to review are like from other countries. Are and this? that sounds horrible the way I said it, but it's yeah. true.
1: <laughs> so, for instance,
0: man, you sure why it's a big deal? It's not really.
1: So, for instance, I wanted to challenge you to Dark Star, the John Carpenter film, but. Mm-hmm. It was actually made in 1974 and it came out. Oh, no, never mind. That's. See, it came out uh, in April of 1974 and then it came out in January of 1976. But IMDb only recognizes January of 1976 as its U.S. release date for some reason. That's so, why
0: I'm not. I, I'm, pretty right, I'm sorry, January of, of 1970,
1: January of 1975, which I, I wanted to challenge it, but I didn't, I didn't think that I could.
0: I, I'm basically just going off of what other what what year the film was like under like it's a 1975 film. It was made in 1975. Did it get released two years later? Don't give a shit. It's a 1975 film. Got it. In fact, well, if I try to confirm that films were actually watchable in American theaters, the exact year—I I don't want to have to do that much research.
1: Okay, well then, Dark Star is not a challenge. There's because... no money
0: involved here. I mean, we don't. Oh no, to... no, no!
1: I know. So Dark Star cannot be a challenge because it was actually made in 1974 and released in 1974. I so. Well,
0: but when you bring it up on IMDb, what year does it have next to it?
1: 1974.
0: Then that's the year you go by. Yeah. Right. That that's
1: But its release you know, date you, but its release date is recognized as 1975 for the US. Uh whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like I am sure surprised we actually missed it in 1974 when we were in that year.
0: Honestly, I, I it was like how how many idiots of like, you know, besides these idiots have have spent <laughs> hours talking about Dark Star already?
1: Uh, true
0: you know and and I honestly he has enough didn't Carpenter do something new
1: recently or is doing something new
0: I apologize I keep belching
1: it's okay for the first time in like forever who John Carpenter thought he like like something
0: thought he was Uh, dead he ain't dead Carpenter's not dead
1: no he just had a birthday, oh. like five days ago.
0: You can still have a birthday if you're dead. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't you can't celebrate it, but you can still have a birthday.
1: Well, he's born in nineteen forty-eight, so that would make him seventy three.
0: People died before that. Seventy three. Hang on.
1: 73 no 70 yeah 73 anyway um
0: i don't i don't see him listed as directing anything
1: well it might be writing but i thought i thought that he was just doing something recently halloween kills based on characters characters characters. halloween ends but it's characters i thought he did something original characters Characters yeah i thought he did something original But maybe maybe not. Something came across my, uh, my screen, and I just kind of was like, eh, whatever. But I did catch it enough. Yeah, he's a producer on Halloween.
0: He's not directing Dick.
1: It says he's going to be a producer on Escape from New York, which is in pre-production.
0: Yeah, he'll be an executive producer. They're just putting his name on there to give him money. That's, he's not actually going to do anything.
1: Well, they were also giving putting his name on there to kind of have, of say, "Hey, I'm see, not- he greenlit it." You know, it's like it's okay with him. You can go see this. Yeah, because yeah, you know the the purists are like, "There's no reason why this movie should be remade."
0: I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the money. I'm just saying that <clears throat> it's a token title. He's not actually. Yeah. He's not doing shit.
1: I mean, the last I heard, Chris Hemsworth was going to play Snake Plissken. That's the last I heard.
0: Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Thor. Snake Plissken. Yeah. No.
1: And I heard, the Rock, no. was mentioned no. once. Not for nothing. In the whole mo-
0: point of him is that he wasn't like this huge mega soldier.
1: It not for anything, and you may not agree with me, but Kurt Russell can still fucking play Snake Plissken. I don't care if Kurt Russell's sixty-five years old. I, I really don't. I, it. So I you
0: can't I, put the you can't put an old guy in the lead if you're rebooting it. True. It's got to be someone small and wiry.
1: But wait until Kurt Russell can't be Snake Plissken anymore. Then reboot it. Make one more movie with Kurt, Kurt Russell as Snake Plissken, and I don't think anyone would be disappointed.
0: How about How about Pinkman from Breaking Bad? Give him a second chance.
1: <sighs> Aaron Paul as Snake Plissken? Yeah. No,
0: I can see it. Why he's, not?
1: He's too he's too skinny.
0: He was skinny.
1: Sorry. He buffs I, up a bit. I like Aaron Paul. I do.
0: If, if we if we can accept Twilight guy as the new Batman, I think we can accept Aaron Paul as yeah, but the, the new. Yeah, the West West new guy.
1: Twilight guy is he's at least like six two. Aaron yeah. Paul is not even as tall as Kurt Russell. Good. <laughs> Come on.
0: The whole thing about him is that he's not bigger he's not the biggest or the strongest. Yeah, but Kurt Russell was
1: but Kurt Russell, you know, was never jacked, but he was always in really good shape. And I'm not saying Aaron Paul isn't in good shape. But he's he is not
0: You are really he is
1: not Kurt Russell kind of shape. Listen, I think Aaron Paul is the wrong choice.
0: I I, I think Anybody with biceps as big as a human head is a wrong choice.
1: <laughs> um,
0: hey, hey, the Rock is going to be Doc Savage and Black Adam. Stay the fuck away from Snake Plissken.
1: I, I listen. I'm saying his name was mentioned, but Chris Hemsworth was actually attached when it was. Yeah. um Matter of fact, there's a director on it and everything. Uh, Le- Lee Wannell.
0: Can not I go 1 year without seeing Chris Hemsworth in a dozen films?
1: What else has Lee Winnell done? He's directed 6 things. He's directed Insidious Chapter 3.
0: Oh, that he, fucker.
1: He did Oh, he did that movie Upgrade. That was good. Didn't like the ending though. Why? We talked about it. I wasn't a, I I didn't hate it, but I didn't I didn't love it either.
0: You, you you hate the ending to that the way I hate the ending of the Pan's Labyrinth.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure.
0: And and I'm not saying you're wrong.
1: Well, <laughs> no. I we, both, I we both we both yeah. agreed that we were not fans of the ending. We didn't hate it. Where yeah. it's like, eh. It was just one of those eh endings. Um. He did the Invisible Man.
0: Which came oh, out. that re- I still haven't seen that. Oh.
1: He did the Invisible Man. You know what? That was actually a pretty good movie. Really, it wasn't bad. I actually
0: everything of everything about It's not good.
1: No, I.
0: I mean, who they cast, the fact they even did the reboot, the fact that it's not part of the the. Uh, oh, the, the Universal the Monsters. Of course,
1: I get that. That that if I had complaints, it that would all that all of that. Because I have, I've actually talked to people um about it and they're like you know uh, i didn't like the film and i've had like real conversations with people as a matter of fact the guys that the there was two moving men that moved our stuff from our old house to this house
0: i've had fake conversations with people that had a totally opposite response
1: oh okay cool Um, and two of them were like they had different opinions of why they didn't like it but and they both stemmed and they didn't realize it 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 both stemmed from it not being part of the universal uh, monster universe i was like listen you guys you were looking for universal monsters you were looking for the invisible man as part of that universal um you know series and you didn't get that you know you didn't get you know a a science experiment gone wrong kind of situation you didn't get that and they're like you know what you're right. <laughs> it was one of those conversations. Like, yeah, you're right. That's why I didn't like it. I uh, go, that doesn't make it a bad movie, though.
0: I'm willing to give the film a chance as long as it washes out the bad taste in my mouth that's still left over from Hollow Man.
1: Oh, this, yeah, now Hollow Man can't touch this film. Period. Oh. End of sentence. Anyway, so he is uh, he is on tap I to remember, do Escape from New York.
0: Did you see the Hollow Man with me in the theater? I don't think you did.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I, I that came remember. out in what 2000.
0: I don't remember. You're the date person. Uh, but I remember being in the theater, and there was and it was like half filled, and people talking. You know, before you know lights are still on, and this group to the front and left of me are raving about Verhoeven, saying, like, "Oh, Verhoeven's the best director in the world. He's never done anything bad. A, uh, you know RoboCop, blah blah blah." I was like, "Hold on, Showgirls."
1: <laughs>
0: Can everybody take a back stop for a minute this guy's not the fucking promised land
1: <laughs> and it did come out in 2000 uh like yeah, i thought oh, of
0: course again you're the number guy yeah yeah i, um, sat, I sat through that a the theater
1: yeah uh brian and mikey made made me go see showgirls
0: <laughs> actually i remember that group i think mikey me made the comic store oh really Mikey Mikey was the ringleader. He was in front of everybody and they're like, Scott, we're gonna go see Showgirls, you're coming with us, right? And I was behind the behind the counter at the racist comic book owner store. And uh, I remember them like very emphatic and I was like, No, there's no way in hell I'm seeing that in the theater. <laughs> I feel older. I feel so much older now. I feel like an adult having actually saying to you guys, No fucking way. <laughs> have a have a fun time. Well
1: they fucking dragged me to go see it. <laughs> I guess they wanted you to come, and uh, they, they were just re- trying to recruit as many people as possible.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Because
0: oh, sure. uh, that, that, that lessens the shame. You yeah. spread the shame out amongst enough <laughs> people.
1: Because it was NC-17, and it's two and a half hours of just stupidness. And uh, I remember... I haven't seen it. Oh, it's awful. Dude. I
0: know. See, and I know. I know that without having ever seen it
1: it's it's not yeah, even it's I, I, not I, I, worth the nudity it's not worth the rating period it just ain't
0: and you get those people too it's like oh that's a horrible film so have you seen it no so how how can you know so that's all i know oh you know yeah i i really know
1: just... i'll
0: i'll admit when i don't know but in this case i know yeah
1: i mean and the thing is verhoeven has done some good stuff just
0: sure yeah Uh, uh, Robocop and uh, um, Flesh and Blood
1: Flesh and Blood Robocop Um, as a matter of fact I actually have his uh, his resume up he he's done some some other things that are pretty good I haven't seen them but very high on IMDB once Uh, he did a film called Black Book and it came out in 2006 and it's a 7.7 on imdb I
0: forget and if i saw that i think so but
1: well it's also nazi occupied netherlands world war ii so oh no
0: i didn't see it
1: um you know
0: most of them were vampires
1: so it got a bunch of nominations oscar and all that stuff so he did that film um then because you know if you look at robocop very very high uh imdb score seven point something Total recall also very high seven point something basic it's instinct not a good movie. it's a fun movie uh, basic what instinct one? yeah that's fun I mean I can yeah. admit it's not a good movie but it's a fun yeah, movie yeah. Uh, basic yeah, instinct yeah. Uh, for that kind of film that it is you would think it would be a little lower but also seven 7.0.
0: Now I have I've never seen Basic Instinct, and I have it on good authority that it's a it's a pile of shit. But at some point, I am willing to watch that to see if I'm wrong or not. Uh, now, yeah. Showgirls. Nine.
1: Showgirls was what he followed up with with Basic Instinct, which was a huge success, by the way, four point yeah,
0: cells. Let me let me pull out all the stops.
1: Yeah, four point nine on that. Then goes into Starship Troopers. Which, 7.2. How the fuck is Starship Troopers 7.2?
0: People are stupid.
1: It's 268,000 votes.
0: I don't want to be mean, but really.
1: (laughs) I I was actually surprised at how high Starship Troopers was.
0: Yeah. Um, Then
1: Hollow Man. uh, Hollow Man is a 5.8. Good. Then then he kind of reins himself back a little bit. Does that film Black Book which is a 7.7. Then he does a film called Tricked, which is...
0: Oh, I, I, I have that in the Plex. I've never seen it, though.
1: It's only an hour long, according to IMDb.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's like a short movie. 6.1. And then uh, he did a film called L, 2016, 7.1. Big 7.1 for that. 7.1 for that. And he just made a movie called Vendetta. It's coming out in twenty twenty one. So the last thing he did was L. So his as far as like his movie movies, he's got like an average in the sevens for the for his films. Which is shocking considering how bad some of his movies are.
0: Yeah, say not everything he touched was gold. Let's no. no.
1: Nope. It was like, uh, what's his face? Um, The hell's his name? He's the guy that directed Jacob's Ladder, and uh, he's very similar. He's very, very similar to Verhoeven, where you know people think he's like the next coming. Adrian Lyne. Adrian Lyne. He did films like Jacob's Ladder. Fatal Attraction, A Decent Proposal, Flashdance, and it's just.
0: Oh, so boring films.
1: Yeah, Nine and a Half Weeks. He did Lolita, the remake. That's the one with Jeremy Lyons and Franklin Jella. So,
0: Jer- Jeremy Irons?
1: Jeremy Irons.
0: You said Lyons.
1: No, Adrian Lyon is the director. I said. No, did no, I
0: you, said Jer- you said Jeremy Lyons.
1: Oh shit! That's okay. I, I'll have to listen back because I could. I in my brain I okay. said Jeremy Irons.
0: I know it was a slip. I'm just pointing it out. That's all.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> Anytime. I, I I actually prefer that you correct me if I get something wrong.
0: That's why I did.
1: Just because it doesn't happen that often, so.
0: You, you know, say I, that.
1: Just want everyone to know that I am human. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: why I said no. That's why I wasn't making funny. I just pointed it out.
1: That's okay. <sighs> All right. So, Night of the Seagulls.
0: Night of the Seagulls. Night of the Seagulls.
1: All right. I think I'm gonna
0: remember, as the title indicates, it's a zombie film.
1: It's a <laughs> So my streak of watching these movies for review alone continues because I don't think I can get Mare in on this one. I think the last time I got mayor to watch a movie with me for review was.
0: If you want to, if you want to trick her, just tell her it's it's in Scotland and it's like it's like Highlander.
1: Oh, Outlander, Highlander won't do yeah. shit. The movie Highlander won't do shit. So
0: it was like Outlander <laughs> without the time travel.
1: Okay, man, I'll tell you.
0: And then be prepared to have her angry at you. I, I should do that
1: because she tricked me into watching that show. That's right. so what well, she did you okay so okay real quick story then we'll end the show so outlander uh it's a new show came out whatever 4 years ago 5 years ago 6 I, I don't fucking know so anyway she says to me there's this new scottish show called outlander and there's time travel and it takes place in scotland and i'm like so it's basically like highlander or it's got like a Highlander theme cuz you're telling me there's time travel and she was like, "Uh, I don't know, but I know there's time travel. It takes place in Scotland and it takes place in like, you know, the 15th century or some shit like that, 16th century. I forget which." And and I'm like, "All right, I'm in." And I start watching the show and I'm like, "This is fucking stupid." Like first of all, she time travels once and it's not even cool. It's like Give me a fucking break! She touches a rock now, somewhere now, out in the woods. Now, it's like stop now, it.
0: Now, J- J- when Joey first told me this story, he's he's telling it just like he does now. But myself, who who my girlfriend years ago uh, had read the Outlander series, so I was strongly familiar with them. I mean, he hits that part where they compare it to Highlander, I was like, Joey, no, <laughs> no, you should have seen this coming. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, you you you, oh, you build yeah, a relationship on you build a relationship on trust you know
0: nope. and that's where <laughs> everything goes wrong
1: yeah exactly that's fucking ridiculous it's so fucking right, yeah stupid. so next
0: week Night of the Seagulls
1: Night of the Seagulls
0: and then and then you will be challenging something to me I'm assuming still from 75 but we'll find out that
1: uh there's very strong possibility that we're staying in 1975 um because once we go to 1976 that is my birth year we started this in 1973, which is the year of Scott's birth, once we hit 1976, it'll be my my birth year. So there's some there's some doozies in 1976. I just don't know. I don't know how many there really are, but I know there's some good ones. But we've been in 1973, 74, and 75. We've been in the, we've been in those years for a really long time. Really long time. All right.
0: Just really just underlining how old we are now
1: yeah I, I tell you I can't wait until we hit 1980 it's I'm gonna be like a kid in a candy store from 1980 oh, yeah. to 1989 it's just we may never get out of the 80s it's it's we might review two 300 movies in the 80s however
0: however we have our I, I think a huge huge chunk of our past library is 80s films to begin with so, yeah, so uh, you know what? Lot. You're right.
1: We we might push right through it. We might we might barrel through the '80s, not quickly, but
0: I'm sure we can handle it.
1: I'm positive, we can. All right, uh, we do have a website. It does work. You just have to allow your browser to use Flash. Uh, go to Moviesucktastic.com and fucking figure it out. <laughs> uh, I am I am creating a new website, so that is coming. Um, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Uh we do post stuff on there on occasion um, you can also go to iTunes and do a search for moviesuctastic and you can listen to all the shows there just like you can on the website um, and then you know we have a Tumblr page moviesucktastic.tumblr.com, and just do a general search for moviesuctastic in your favorite search engine we're all over the fucking place Enjoy. Ooh. You're welcome. All right, everybody. That's what I got. I'll, we'll talk to you next week when we review Night of the Seagull. Seagulls.
0: Ah, ah. No, that's not a No, Never that's...
1: Mind. Don't do that. You don't have to. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.